One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Part two, episode one, Jake Dixon, Merchie P Rider. There was a wet patch in that point of the track. No one saw that. And he's whacking them out with a hammer. Look to my wrist, mate, and it's completely the wrong way. Dislocated, smashed to smithereens. I was like, I've got a concussion. I was fourths, fifths, leading Le Mans, crashed out of Le Mans race. Just this mess of a man that's just (laughs) lost three and a half grand and his mates just (laughs) DNF. Teammates to Valentino Rossi. Teammates to Rossi. My idol when I was going out wanting to be Valentino. Silverstone, home race, Grand Prix bike. Oh my God. Shut the front door, mate. You know when you get in the cars and (laughs) it's just like like everything's out like this. That was me. (laughs) (laughs) If I lean anymore, my head's going to be on the floor. But worst rival. You're lucky I could clean it up because if not, it's the end of your career. I am going to win next year. Get that lorry back there now. No one's getting in my way, mate. What's the last thing you Googled? The only thing that will stop you is your mind. What a ride this is and it is on. Right, guys, here we are. Part two, episode one. Jake Dixon, Merch GP rider. Remember I used to actually tell everyone that? Yeah, you're embarrassed. When you was on the phone, I'd be like, I'm not going to say, I'm not gonna say McDonald's. Tesco's or somewhere. <laughs> I'm not going to say McDonald's because that would have been off season. But I'd be like, yeah, I'm on the phone to MotoGP rider Jake Dixon. And they're like, oh my God. No, no, they're, go, no, oh, they're shut like, shut up, No, Dan. they're like, who? Yeah, shut up, Dan. <laughs> shut up, Dan. <laughs> but um, yeah, so obviously, mate, there's, there's so many things we need to touch on. Obviously, the fact that you had... Well, let's talk about Valencia when you crashed and you could have literally ended that nearly. Oh my god! Like that, like was, like I forget that, but that, that nearly ended bad. your career, didn't it? That, that was crash bad. was horrendous, weren't it? Yeah. So, Patro actually first year in Patrona. So I obviously went from the KTM, then I went to so Calex for the first year in yeah, 2020. 2020. Yeah. And then we had COVID. So. Oh mate, we, yeah, we, we had, was we had COVID. Hard. Yeah, and then yeah, we was with. Remember, you said like, I'm gonna mate. do a hundred. I'm gonna do seven hundred. I've done ten thousand kilometers in lockdown. Yeah, and you said like, I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do seven hundred kilometers this week, and I was like, that's a hundred a day. I was saying, or was it five hundred? You tried to do no seven hundred. Broke you, didn't it? Yeah, mate, dead out. <laughs> and I was trying to run with it Dan, as well. Dan, can you come on for an hour? Dan, no, I'm mate, like I've got a now, mate. I know, Dan. I've got I've got family, Jake. I can't <laughs> tune in right now, mate. <laughs> We was doing silly. Oh, it was rides. ridiculous, mate. Hundred kilometers every morning, like uh, Sunday, every do. Sunday morning. No one did it. Obviously, it was lockdown. Yeah, weren't yeah, it? Yeah. it was. It was a terrible time. Mad, mad. But then, obviously, we got going again, and I had a Patronus. I had a brand new team. My crew chief had never been a crew chief. 
And um, yeah, that was a bit of a disaster. Was he English? Yeah, he was English, yeah. yeah. We, we won't go into names. Yeah, so basically, actually, once I got going, I started to go good. Um, I was fourths, fifths, leading Le Mans, crashed out of Le Mans race. Um, top sixes a lot. Don't so, talk about that. Can I just oh, come clean to yeah. you about the Le Mans race? Oh. I actually chucked on 150 quid, yeah, before that race. You never told me this. And my, if you won the race, I'd have got three and a half grand back here. So I was in like a weird emotional state at that point because I remember I was walking the dog. Four laps Maya, to go. Yeah, Maya and Steph were in the park. Yeah. We'd walk down to the park and I, and I had to just, I said, Steph was like, just go away. Just go be on your own for the last five laps of the race here or six laps, whatever it was at the point, because you're doing me in. Like, I can't, like, just go away. And when it's done, come back. And I literally, so I'm walking around this big field and I'm pacing, yeah? Buzz is just running around off the lead. <laughs> Going mad. Good dog. <laughs> Being legend. And I literally remember, yeah? So I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm going to have three and a half grand off 150 quid here. <laughs> and then, uh, but my mate, my best mate's going to win his first like Moto 2 race. And I was just like, in this, <laughs> I had this like weird, like, like roller coaster thing going on. And then obviously you, you had... And you, and you and Sam were battling. And from me being a spectator, it kind of looked like that Sam was pushing to break you, but you was just resilient, yeah? Your pace was just perfect, 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 perfect. Yeah. And I genuinely think if you went across the line, that lap that you crashed, I think Sam would have gone, It'd I've got, he, he had three or four seconds behind him, whatever yeah. it was. You had a couple of seconds. I think he would have settled for a second place. Yeah. And I think you would have won that race, but you didn't make it because you crashed. It was so corner. unexpected. There was a wet patch in that point of the track. No one that saw that. Yeah, <laughs> no, but literally, <laughs> no. I just ran straight across yeah. it, and and obviously I went down. But mate, and oh like, man, you just... phoned me quite quickly after that actually, which was really surprising. Because oh. if it's a bad day, you'd dev oh. never phone me back. Do you know what? <laughs> what was the feeling like? Genuinely, like, do you remember straight it now? after it? Numb. I had just no nothing. emotion. Yeah. And then I got back to the box, and then I'm like, fuck. Because you that started was bad. to do you sixth and fifths anyway, weren't you? Yeah. Around that time, weren't you? You'd made and a then, big step. So I went from there, obviously crashed out, and then I went to Aragon, and I finished fourth. Yeah, that was banging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then at that point, you was like, "Mate, I can, I can do this." Yeah, and I, and, yeah. And, and at this point, I've like, I've had uh, quite a few top sixes, running top four. Like now, I feel like I've broke into being at front of Moto Two, which I felt I had. Went to the last race in no second to last race, I think it was at the time because Portugal was the last race. Went to Valencia. And I wasn't in that week. This is another thing. This is how bad my mental health was still at that state stage. I didn't go out in FP1 because of a crash earlier in the week where I hit my head a bit and I didn't feel great. But I was that obsessed when I was obsessing with concussion. I was that obsessed. Got a funny story about that, that. I couldn't go out in FP1 so I missed FP1 because of that yeah and then I went out in FP2 and broke my wrist we're big advocates of concussion aren't we but yeah. let me just tell you though because I didn't actually get to the end of what happened when I was walking around the field with Buzz oh sorry I <laughs> I shouted so I'm bearing in mind I'm in the middle of like a, quite a communal <laughs> field yeah? there's like people around like, <laughs> and I was like fuck and you're like, loud like, anyway no the loudest F you like the loudest fuck I could ever give and I threw my phone so far like I just I just had my phone. I just threw it, mate. I just lost the head. And I just threw my phone, yeah? And I remember walking back over to Steph. And I just imagined, like, like cameras on me, yeah? Me just traipsing across a field in the pouring well rain. Fuming, just, mate. Well fuming, Just this mess of a man that's just lost three and a half grand and his yeah. mate's just DNF'd. Yeah. 
And um, and yeah, man, I was so I was, I was more disappointed for you, obviously, yeah. because I know how much it means. And you, you love three and a half grand. I lost three and a half grand. You love money. But what about let's talk the concussion side of things? What about when he's motocrossing? COVID had just been lifted, the restrictions, and me and you was like, mate, we need to ride to motocross, didn't we? And we was like, where can we go? And you was like, oh, I've got that, this place. And you're like, Jake, you haven't even. Well, got a no. First mate. of all, so we're pulling up to the track here, and there's like it pulls no, off this main no, road. No, this is after my wrist. Oh my gosh, so I'm jumping the gun here. You've well jumped the gun, Shall mate. Shall I tell this story anyway, and then we'll go back to all the other stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, so we pull up to this motocross well, first time track. riding a bike yeah. back after <laughs> yeah. breaking my wrist. So Jake had his a broken wrist, which we'll touch, which we'll go back to. We pull up at this track, and there's this geezer reversing his big lorry, yeah? And Jake's behind him, bibbing him, and like, the guy is just, isn't he, like, just blatantly ignoring you. Like, yeah, and I, was, and yeah, I, I remember that, yeah, there, on the road. And I literally just, it was like the big brother kind of moment, weren't it? <laughs> I was just like, big brother's got to get out and sort this out. So I jump out the motor and I just start shouting this yeah. geezer. Get I'm like, out of the get way. The, get, get that lorry back there now. And he's like, no. I was like, fucking turn it in there. We're going in there. Just <laughs> arguing this geezer. Oh you and God. Sarah just sat in the van. Sarah just smiling oh, at me. Sarah's just like, what is And anyway, we're right doing now. these motos of this flat track, aren't we? Because the main track was too rough. Yeah, good and track you, though. You, rough though. <laughs> you had such a... Massive. You had like a big crash, but like barrel rolled out of it. You was like, touched it's your impressive. helmet. It's impressive. But yeah, I know. It's so impressive. It was like a gymnastic move. <laughs> and you literally like grazed your helmet. And you thought, like, I've got a concussion. And yeah. I was like, mate, you definitely haven't got concussion. Yeah. You, you was angry because you thought you had concussion. Yeah. I was like, and I couldn't walk. Done myself oh bad. My God. Done myself a bad And then Sarah's I. there. And it was literally like the scene out of Talladega Nights when he thinks he's on fire. I'm mm. on fire. I was like, I've yeah, got a concussion. Yeah. And you're like, I've got a concussion. I've got a concussion. Oh, oh. I was like, mate, you touched you your haven't. helmet. Like, yeah, you've literally. You have not got concussion. We need to be a bit more worried about your leg yeah, right now. I think your, your leg's falling off, mate. I think that's worrying. But yeah, anyway, that was a funny story at the time. But yeah, obviously. But so, yeah. yeah, so going back, back to Valencia, FP2 is damp. At this point, you was, you was starting to break like, P4, on it. P5s. So yeah, he was up there at Valencia. Yeah, I was in that session. It was at the beginning, but I was fastest at the time, and then literally turn four, oh, which is like out. I know it's notorious, man. Moto two, cold tires, first side or the right, a high sided off throttle on entry, and I remember just going over the front and thinking, oh, I've high sided. I remember just crashing and just rolling through the gravel and then going, wow, that's painful. Look to my wrist, mate, and it's completely the wrong way dislocated, oh. smashed to smithereens, little did I know. Screaming, mate, in the gravel, because I'm thinking this is just so... I've never, ever experienced pain like it. It's the worst pain I've ever experienced, dislocating my wrist. And but you didn't just dislocate it, did you? No, and then obviously they went there, got morphine, put it back in, and they said to me, oh, no, you'll be all right, just leave it. Well, I obviously wasn't going to leave it. Crutchlow uh, messaged me a guy... Mike Hayton. Because everyone has like private yeah. people and they see. And this yeah. guy, Mike Hayton's done Amir Khan's hands. Like he's the he's the bollocks. He's done Tony Bellew. He's done everyone. He's like top dog. He's the best in the world. Yeah. Go to him the next day. Fly back that night. Fly, go see him the next day. He gets me in dead quick. Uh, drive to Manchester. And um, he gets me in and he says, let's x-ray it. And he says, it's painful now. So he took it out of the cast. I says, yeah, bad. So he's like, x-rays it, and he just comes back and he goes, yeah, that's fucked. Imagine this. And, I'm, and, 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 he, and, and he's just like, at the time, I'm like, he's like, right, but what we need to do is this, this, and this. So two days later, I go into the operation, and uh, he says the operation was only meant to be a couple of hours, ended up being like four hours. He can't, I come back around, and, he, and I fucking look down, mate. What the, what the hell is this all about? 
can't feel my arm for one. And I've got three wires in my wrist. Comes around to me and he says, mate, your wrist is bad. Like, can you I show the camera where get... it was? Like, just for like, yeah. So, if you look here, it was for the nerve because I couldn't, I had whole half of my hand had nerve damage and I couldn't feel anything. And then on the back of my wrist, here, here, and then in here, they put wires. So, yeah, not ideal. But he comes around to me and he, he says to me, dead serious, he's like, mate, your wrist is bad. When we've opened it up, it's basically like a train wreck. Um, he says, I've cleaned it up the best I can do. He says, um, let's see how it is, etc. He says, I've done the best I can do. He says, but I can tell you now, you're lucky I could clean it up because if not, it's the end of your career. Because what, your wrist would have fused? Yeah. Oh my God. So why do they, at that why point, would they fuse it? What was that? What, why would they do that? The, the, the whole the whole yeah. joint was destroyed because you dislocated it and then snapped it well, after you dislocated. No, it basically where it's dislocated and it's shunted back. All the oh. bones have been crushed. So basically, I was lucky to to do it, and 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 now it's still it's nowhere near perfect, but I can get round it. But I'm so thankful oh, to have uh, him. Yeah, and he said to me, I was debating whether to wake you up to tell you that I might have to fuse it but then he says I got around it anyway but imagine that he says to me your career could be ended and he says it still and he says it still could not be good yeah so let's just wait and see so I had to have wires in for 12 weeks or something like that eight weeks so my wrist was fixed I couldn't move it uh and a story go back to take my wires out and he's if that they're that fused in, oh, mate, right? Don't. Oh. He's he's pulled two out. Send me a video of that. And he's whacking them oh. out with a hammer. This one couldn't no, this one couldn't get out, right? Oh, that makes you make so, my face cringe. He says to me, right, I've got to go down to the operating theatre, operation theatre, and he says, um, I've got to go and get the proper mole grips. Oh. I'm thinking, you oh. what? Mole grips? He says, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Gets the mole grips. They've got a pair of them in a tool bag. <laughs> Gets a pair of these. You've never seen the size of these things, mate. <laughs> They're like grabs a big... them, <laughs> grabs them, and he is pulling like you would not believe. In the end, he's knocking it that out. That makes mate. me feel sick, mate. That makes me feel sick. And once it came out, mate, the pain when it came out was horrendous. And then afterwards, it was all right. But like even to this day, no, he said to me, "I don't know if you'll be ready for the start of the season." This was October? No, November it would have been, wouldn't it? This is November. Yeah. So bearing in mind, season started in March. Yeah. So I missed testing. Missed the first test. Missed the first yeah, test. Turned up to the first test. Went P2. I know, I remember. First day P1. And bearing in mind, these Bearing in mind, my wrist don't even work. Yeah, yeah. My wrist ain't even yeah, working at this point. Yeah, because you were struggling, weren't you? And yeah. people had already tested and then people had already done a private test yeah, before yeah, yeah, then yeah. So I turn up. So you're like five days, six days I've back. Not, yeah, not even rode for six months. Yeah. <laughs> Turn out, go P1 first day. Yeah. Everyone couldn't believe it. Wrists absolutely hanging Fluked off. It. Yeah, I think it was. Cut track. Was cutting the track. <laughs> and then um, I, I finished the first race sixth. Yeah, that was uh, Qatar, weren't it? Yeah, and then, I had a, and then I DNF'd the second race. But then it all went downhill this from 21? there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it went all downhill from there. Uh, my wrist was bad. Took me a long time to get over it. Uh, Qatar, I don't know how I did it. Basically, it all spiralled out of control from there. Uh, got rid of my crew chief because it was all going wrong. Um, and then I brought brains in, and then it was, it was just all a bit messy but because point, brain, brains yeah. never got a, no. brains never got a chance 
to to and you to had a do... Spanish crew chief, didn't you? In a Spanish team, and you couldn't really was no 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 no. He was English. Oh, he okay. was an English. My whole team was English. Oh, okay, yeah. But I went and then brought Brains in, and then Brains obviously tried to do the best he could do, and he got me going good towards the end of the year. Thrown in the temp, deep end, temp, Brains was, yeah. weren't he? Yeah. So I started to get top tens again, but I think a big factor was down to. Obviously, not having the, uh, the best of crew chiefs, not in brains with the one before, and uh, my broken wrist took me longer than I thought it was gonna. Because like even now, like down to the, like the movement, that, that's the movement I've got that Take way. My strong hand, but that way I've got good movement. So I think he f he made it so my wrist can go that way better. Mm. Was obviously before we get into that into that into twenty twenty one. Obviously, what I found out as well, yeah, I don't even know if I've told you this, but I didn't realize like so. Bearing in mind that you were struggling in the end of the Patronus stage, yeah, you were struggling, weren't you? It was hard. Like it was yeah. it weren't coming easy, was it? It no. was hard, it was hard, it was hard. Yeah. At this point, Patronus had decided they're dropping the Moto 2 program for the following season. Yeah. Vierge put out a thing at the end of the year going type thing. Like what like what what results do you expect us to get when we was getting old recycled shit basically put on the yeah. bike? Like at that point, when they cut off the Moto 2 program for the following year, is it fair to say that they weren't like yeah. if you had a crash it would be like old parts and you like it weren't the bike wasn't as as competitive um, as it could have been. It's difficult to say I know, because you I'm, sometimes I'm, don't I'm do not that. even not I'm not even in there, am I? I'm not No. You just get on it. Listen, Brains had a <laughs> Brains had a shit end of the stick because he had a no win basic situation. Yeah. He didn't understand the bike. He's not worked in Moto Two lately. Was this Patronus as well? Yeah, Patronus. Yeah, Patronus and yeah. my confidence was rock bottom. So, and then obviously, and that's in that time factor. of having brains, I had done two wild cards on Moto GP. Bike. I want to talk to you about that. Why you've just literally asked <laughs> my next question? Just have the podcast, mate. Just take yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that mate, what an experience. Yeah. It was Remember sick. when you phoned me and you was like. Oh, no, I just kept on at you, didn't I? I was You're like, like mate, you've got it, mate. Has, have you got it? And I was like, and no, he was like, oh, I don't know if this falls in. Oh, oh. And I was like, mate, just are you riding this bike? Are you riding this bike? <laughs> and you phoned me, you phone me, he was like, yeah, mate. And for us, man, like where we've come from, like this, the pinnacle, like it's yeah. nothing is better than riding a MotoGP yeah. bike. Like yeah. nothing, like nothing. Hey, like, and teammates to Valentino Rossi. Teammates to Rossi. My idol when I was growing up wanting to, to be Valentino. Silverstone, yeah. home race, yeah. Grand Prix bike. Like, oh my God. Shut the front door, mate. Yeah, I lost my head. So I was sick. losing it, weren't I? But for you, like, yeah, hey, Jake, how are you doing? Like, that was Rossi, yeah. by the way, in case anyone was wondering what that was. But yeah, yeah. That was valid. <laughs> but what was it like? Right, so let's talk Good about man. first of all there. Let's talk, because you phoned me after FP1. I was like, mate, I thought... No, you were there. Oh yeah, I was there. Sorry, where was I? Yeah, I was there. I do remember. And I was like, mate, what was it like? And you was like, yeah, when at the low, the lower RPM going through like the first few corners, you was like, yeah, it, it weren't too bad. And then you said, when you opened the thing up, mate, it was like another you like, Mate, if you watched the film Fast and Furious, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. You know, when you get in the cars and <laughs> it's just like, like everything's out like this, yeah. mate. That was me. <laughs> I broke halfway down the straight, mate, because mate. I just didn't know what was going on. And the so lean fast. angle, you just said you just keep going. Yeah, they said to me, you can keep leaning. So, mate, if I lean any more, my head's going to be on the floor. But that's no, but, like yeah, Fabio with his shoulder yeah, yeah, down. Yeah. It's just. It's another experience, mate. And same situation that I had in Supersport. It's a super bike. When I got on MotoGP, I felt 20 times better than I felt on Moto2. Yeah, I think you're going to be. I think when that jump comes for you to go GP, because yeah. it's, it's got to come, it's going to yeah. come. I think that's going to be. When you literally, I think that's when you're going to come into your element because yeah. I think you are a big bike rider. Yeah. yeah. No, 100%. And 
You look at all the people that have got on the bike. I don't even need to defend my case. No, but, no, everyone knows at that point what, the bike wasn't yeah. competitive. Like, yeah, but, when but, you look at Dovi. But don't matter. Like, yeah. Dovi got on the bike, right? When he first rode the bike, after two races of me being on the bike, I was miles faster than two races when yeah. he was on the bike. All right, mate, so and a I, job interview. Yeah. All right, mate, if I had a team, yeah. I'd put you on it. All right, mate, I'm selling <laughs> this to you right now. I'm basically the best there is. <laughs> basically, I'm Rick Barbie. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm no. the best here, it's plain and simple. But, no, it's, yeah. um, like, for you instance... You showed your worth to me. Yeah. In that, in that time that you got, you showed so your worth. in Aragon... All I could ever compare to is Fabio, who was on the same bike. Aragon back. We can't mention Fabio's name in this podcast. We can. <laughs> Fabio's my best I love friend. you, Fabio. <laughs> love you, Fabio. Fabio, big up. Hopefully, I'm going to get Fabio on as a guest. We're going to have to bribe him. Yeah, it's all right. I'll get him over. Yeah, yeah I'll call him. I'll make the call. <laughs> I'll make the calls. Yeah. I'll get him on now. But what about Aragon back straight as well? And obviously, Ara- no, yeah, but, Ara- yeah. but by that point, it was it was normal. Yeah. But and Fabio FP3, in the corner as such. Yeah, yeah, and I was only in FP3. I think I was, only, I was one second off the top. My second weekend on it. And I think I was only point six or seven off Fabio. But then when I was overlaying my data to Fabio, there was like three or four corners I was faster than him. Shut so up, I'm man. like, in two weekends, like, mate, I'm like... He won the championship that year as well. But then, afterwards, it's like I weren't, that weren't enough. And then what about when but they Fabio to- then yeah. says all the time, what you've done on that bike is miles more than what anyone's ever done. Yeah, oh, it is. Yeah, I and he's so. always saying to Yamaha, you need Jake on yeah. the bike because you're not seeing what we all what? saw. Hopefully. Let's see. That's the goal, isn't it? But like, I the got ultimate a, I goal got a win you, first. So. The ultimate goal for you, like without jumping the gun too much in the future, like I, how I see 2023 for you is podiums, race wins. With that comes championships. Yeah. With that comes a GP contract, yeah. isn't it? So that's the ultimate goal, isn't it? GP yeah. contract, no shadow yeah. of a doubt. But, like, but the first thing's first. Long year. You don't know what can happen. 22 it, rounds, yeah. is it? And 22 rounds, you don't know what can happen. Anything I, can happen throughout season. Yeah. Uh, You've got to stay injury-free is the biggest thing. With, in, testing, in, with yeah. testing, with being smart, with being... You just got to try to to do the best you can do and 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 be on the limit as much as you can be, but also be bringing back the results. Because second half of the season this year, I think for the last seven races, I did I never finished outside lower than fourth. Sorry, yeah. In the last no, seven good. races, that's no, good. Strong end of the so, season. That's why I need Bolt all the way through. Yeah. And I know it's not always going to happen like that, but no. I need to just try and grind out the result that I can always get. Like Malaysia, I fought. And then, and yeah. obviously on social media, everyone was loving it, and Augusto was being a little bitch about it. But yeah, but mate, I'm not being um, funny. Hey, regardless listen, to whoever's in the championship, why would you, you give a shit? Don't care if I know you didn't care about me. You need to knock your hairpin. Yeah, but hey, mate, snooze, you're a person. You no, but that's what I'm saying. Snooze, you and, lose, and mate. people give it about. Oh yeah, but he should respect Augusto in a in a championship fight. No, mate, no, you're doing fuck. your job. I'll uh, tell you what. Then, gonna, yeah, when am my team going to be happy? Yeah, when you finish fourth, go up to Augusto and go, mate. My bonus is X amount, so you're gonna. I'm gonna invoice you for that bonus. You give me that bonus. Yeah. All of the coverage, my team and sponsors and team sponsors and everyone else that's associated with that team lose because I'm giving you the position. Yeah. I tell you what, mate. Yeah, go on. I no, it up to him. I'd hard, say bollocks, mate. mate. Oh yeah, I was yeah. loving it. What's though. bollocks in Spanish? You must know. Now. Uh, no, I know, I know. El cuña. No, I don't know what that is. That might be really vulgar, actually. What I've just I said. I can't there. say. Do you know what? I'm so. actually apologising now because that could be a real bad word in Spanish. <laughs> I don't actually know. <laughs> Any of the Spanish followers out there, and that's a really bad word. Let me know because I'm interested. Oh my god, your Spanish is really. But bad. basically, it's just. But people don't get that, do they? Like people think like, oh, yeah. you're going to let Augusto win the championship? Oh. No, mate, you don't want him to win the championship. You want to win it, even though you've cut. 
you finished sixth, mate, like 2022, didn't you? In the yeah. championship. You That's, text me straight after, no, mate. I texted and I, you like I, a I week later. Bothered. And I was like, bro, you finished yeah, sixth in the Moto2 yeah, World good. Championship. Look, look, it's great, but it ain't what I want, is it? At the end of no, the day. No, it's not what you want. And but, I was mate, fuming yeah. because in Valencia, I messed up. Yeah, I hit a false yeah. neutral and I went to last and I had to come back to yeah, seventh. I was fuming. And if I hadn't done that, we worked out. The time that I lost going off, I would have been on the podium again. And would you have been fifth in the championship then? Or yeah. Because, yeah. Mate, it's And savage. potentially fourth. I say to people, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy, Moto2 Championship. Like, everyone in that class is savage. Because, Even the last place yeah, guy, yeah. mate. But, like, you've got, like, the, the young ones to, like, the, el the elders, let's say, they are so fast. And it's relentless, isn't it? Like, the, yeah. the, like mate, you they're all young. They're all so young. I, I feel old, man. I'm I, old I know. in there. And no one, and it's like, you watch them and no one, like, when they're winning, they make no mistakes. And you're like, oh, it's because he's like doing this or that. And it's not, man. But it's you know what, it's, it's, you know what it's down to? It's down to, right? What I always say to everybody, I'm making the mistakes now in Moto2 than what people would make in Moto3. Yeah. Because people spend four or five years in Moto3, yeah, then go Moto2. I never got that. So now I'm making all them mistakes, learning everything that yeah. I'm learning but in Moto2. So it's taking me longer, but I'm telling you, once I click fully, I've not fully clicked, I will be a machine, mate, because I know exactly what I need to do now to, to try to propel myself further. I always said that. I always said that when you get your first win, yeah. like I knew in that Le Mans race, let's say, once you got into the routine, like the bang, 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 bang mm -hmm. with the laps, I knew that you was going to win. I didn't know yeah. he was going to crash on a damp patch that weren't there, yeah. but um, yeah, <laughs> I knew he was going to win. But that's like part of you. Like you are, you are like that, aren't you? And that's like, that's that, I think that's another thing in, in the way that I train in the way that I do anything that if I do it, I'm doing it fully. Like yeah. I'm not half heartedly doing it. When mini biking, I'll, every time I ride it, I don't ever ride it 50% because there's no point in me riding. No. I ride as hard as I can possibly ride that bike on that day. Yeah. Regardless. But any, regardless yeah. if I crash five times in one yeah. day. Don't and matter. Like what you do, like what you do as a person, like New Year's Eve was around, weren't we, playing Mario Kart? Yeah. I think I actually won. No, you didn't. No, I, no, I, 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 I would have to Dan. try and pull him scores back up Dan, somehow. I had that record. <laughs> and you got but the me and you Mario Kart, I probably up. definitely did. <laughs> but with what like me and you doing Mario Kart together, like unless you win, it's not good enough, is it? And yeah. I think like the type of person. But I you think are, that hinders me as well. Do you think so? Yeah, because yeah. what your emotional side of how yeah. you are, and I think that's why I crash sometimes. Because you get lose lose the head. I not lose the head, but maybe where that's what I learned the second half of the season. Maybe where I need to respect the limit. I keep going on to that limit and, and keep flirting with it and then in a crash. Yeah, whereas, whereas like if it's not coming easy, a fifth or sixth might just yeah, be just the be one. Better. Just take it. But I think you did that as the season went on. But that's why I was slow at the beginning of races in the end. I know, because you you could see you were too cautious. Wary. Yeah, too cautious. Yeah. And then at the end, yeah. I'm fastest like on yeah. track. But they're the sort of things that you can't give away. No. And, and it's I need so to I need to tight. learn because everybody's going to be fast next year. And you've got Aguri, you've got Pedro Costa. And Pedro Costa's... So young, man. But they're saying the same thing about you. Yeah. We've got Jake, we've got this, we've got that. It's yeah, the same. Yeah. But what's, They'll be more worried. Yeah. Listen, I, at the end of the day, I am not too worried on any opposition. Why would you be? Yeah, it's your job to go and achieve. You put, you, you can do it. and like Everybody yeah. is beatable. Whether it's if I beat them on that day or that day, it doesn't matter. I've just got to beat them over 22 races. Yeah. They could possibly be faster than me naturally. But over 22, they won't be fast. How much did Fabio help you in, like, obviously, I know he's helped you a lot throughout because yeah, good, yeah, good. silly he, things he might say, but how much does he's that He's always help? trying to calm me down. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's all he's ever trying to do is yeah. because he always feels that I'm very hyperactive, which I am. But like little things down to on the grid. Just stop moving on the just grid. Just calm. Just yeah. sit with your headphones on and just look straight and just, just clear your mind because yeah. he says, you're always moving about, doing this, that and the other. And I think that helped me. Yeah. He says to me, on warm-up laps, always be the one to lead the warm-up lap. All right, don't give away secrets because... I don't care. No, I do because he's helped me out. <laughs> Cadwell, <Yeah>. remember? <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Nah, I know. No. They're going to... They're not going to figure it out. For me, it is what it is. And always now, to the grid, I push as hard as I can. Yeah. Um, on the warm-up lap, I push as hard as I can because then I've been sat around for two, three hours not yeah. doing anything. So they're my extra laps Genuinely that I'm doing. can't believe you're giving away these secrets, mate. I'm literally going to title this now Jake Dixon Secrets <laughs> and I'm definitely going to get five or six listeners. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it is like there's so many aspects to, to being a successful rider. Do you think like, I remember someone, oh, I can't remember it was now saying to me, but they was like, you have to be a certain level of bastard to be that sort of champion, like that Mark relentless Marquez, ultimate, mate. Champion. Ultimate, like, yeah. relentless. The guy's a he savage. Look at what everyone else is doing in that Honda. Anyone. He just gets back on it, mate, after that savage injury. Mm -hmm. And then he's there, mate. Like, If there's anyone that you can ever take <laughs> the relentless, like a relentless background yeah. from is him. Because he never gives up, mate. The geezer's savage. Like when he goes on the back of and qualifying. He's busted up arm. Like. And I spoke to Carl Crutchlow once after um, after a test. And he said, he said that like, mate, Marquez couldn't even lift up a pencil. And then he was finishing like sevenths and sixths at the time in the GP. Like before he went mm -hmm. for his second arm operation. Yeah. Or whatever it was before he had the break. He was like, mate, you can't even, he like, you can't even hold a, like a coffee properly. And he was going out and riding for 45, 50 minutes at that level on them bikes with the amount of G-force, the amount of braking Determination. force. Determination. Yeah. The only thing that will stop you is your mind. Definitely. You, it's like running. Yeah. You, your brain will give up before your body will give up. Yeah. So that's all I ever tell myself. Like Same David in a race. Says that, mate, he? in Malaysia, it's that hot. I remember halfway through the race, because I've made myself a load of work coming back through so I was having to push 120% every lap. And but it's every so lap, hot. I was telling myself, nah, just this position's good. But then yeah. there was that inner voice in me going, nah, it's not good Keep enough. Going. Come on. So then that that's the part that that gets me through and I feel like it's better. And also, one thing I feel like I have in a one-to-one -one battle, like with Augusto, they're never beating me. No, because you are quite... In my yeah. head, they're never beating me. Yeah. Cheryl's giving it on your shoulder. She no, she at, at that point, Cheryl never gives it. Does Cheryl never... Does she used to stay quiet, does she? In the racing, never. I am the most confident, unconfident person off the bike. You doubt yourself a lot with stuff. When I'm yeah. on the bike, I'm the most confident person. Yeah. And I generally mean that. I When I'm out on the track, I never question myself. What is something that you think people un like misunderstand you for? Like, Do you think people think, oh, he's just cocky, he's arrogant? But you actually self-doubt. Like, You have got... Like you, 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 it's a like front. enough is not enough. Everything's a front. I'd say I'm, I'm a, probably similar in that way with some things. Like, yeah. see, we talk deep about things, yeah. but like, yeah, like, what do you think is something people think about you that, like, they don't really know how you are? Do you think it is that? Um. <sighs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I don't really know, to be fair. Because um, you wear your heart on your sleeve. Like you're, like yeah, you what you have, see, you what you see is what you get. Yeah. So I, You don't hide nothing. No, no, I'm not arrogant. I'm confident. Yeah. When I'm talking about my racing. But as, as an athlete, like you've now. got to be confident. But I'm only confident now because I know what I'm capable of. Yeah. I know I've always been... I've self-doubted in the last couple of years, but now I've got back to the place that I know where I can do it. And let's talk about that as well. Like, how big is it for a rider? Like, do you know, you could be going here like, oh, mate, I'm going to win next year, I'm going to win next year, I'm going to win next but year. Down, not but if you it. don't know it... Like, I remember being... No, I generally, yeah. generally yeah. believe... Yeah. I am going to win next year. Yeah, but when you don't believe, like, even, like, do you remember there being points where you're like, oh, yeah, I think I can win. I remember being in play, being, oh, yeah, I think I can win, I think I can win, but not deeply You do that a lot, it. But now, yeah, like, but, like, for me next season, and this podcast isn't about me, but I feel like for me next season, I feel really relaxed because I know what it's got yeah. now to win. And it almost yeah. takes a notch off you and you yeah. just feel double relaxed. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like I could just, I felt like before I had like this sort of like knot in my chest and it was like, oh, yeah. like, and I was waiting for that to be released and to be like, you can do it. Now I feel like that's gone and I can do it and I'm double relaxed. Do you, do you have yeah, that before, same Yeah, before I yeah. would be always asking the team or people around me, uh, that was good, wasn't it? That was for, good. Yeah, for like that. Uh, that reinsurance. Uh, yeah, 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 reinsurance. Yeah. That, oh, what do you think of that? Do you yeah. think, I, I can do it, can't I? Can do it, can't yeah. I? Oh yeah, I'm doing it, yeah. Now, there's no... It sounds like I'm being dead arrogant, but I'm, oh, I'm the know. least arrogant person coming. But I am so focused and so confident in what yeah. I am going to do and the goal that I have got and where I am going, no one's getting in my way, mate. No. And especially the shit that I've been through has taught me so many different lessons. And yeah, I just, yeah, I just think that's, that is my self inner strength that I have grown to build from what I've learned over the years. And mate, when you have a child, yeah, it, it, it takes I already that feel to another mate. level. I already feel it. Yeah, like it, it takes it to... I want to succeed because I want to provide for my family yeah. and I want to show her what dad's about and dad's the definition of hard work. And safely, like you'll go, right, like you'll make decisions on the bike, yeah, but you subconsciously go like you have a family it's really weird but you go like I've got a family but you you like it changed me it definitely changed me but Steph said to me one time like talking about mental health and things like that I was in a bit of a weird place really like a bit bit down and that and Steph said to me would you would your kids would you rather your kids look in and go oh like that's my dad look he's like he's at the back like or and, and she literally said it to me like this like would you rather your kids be looking at you like you're at the back or that's my dad he's, he's a winner and I swear to god yeah it changed my mindset instantly and having Steph there to reassure me, like, come on, like, pull your finger out, basically, that helped me. But it's, um, it, mate, honestly, we, we can literally sit here all day, couldn't we, and go on about stories and that. Yeah. But it is, uh, what's like the, what's the, obviously, the ultimate goals, Merge GP. What do you think, like, after racing? What do you see, how do you see your life after racing? I know you probably not even looked that far. Nah. Um, what do you, like, obviously, I like, reckon mental obviously, health stuff? No, but obviously, no. regards to career wise, I think, unless anything obviously happens, 
I want to be in it for another 10 years yeah. doing what I'm doing because I feel, feel like I've got another good, be, solid yeah. 10 years because yeah. I don't feel I've reached anywhere near my full potential. So Scratching the surface. Um, after racing, I don't know, mate. I've not even thought about it. Um, Do you I want think, to I, I'd like, I'd, furniture? <laughs> yeah, I'll come work for you. <laughs> um, no, honestly, I think I would like to be in TV, whether it's in bikes or not bikes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I generally would like to do that side of things. I would like to, yeah, I think, I generally think I would be quite good at it. About sim racing? TV presenting. No, or car racing. You've, I oh, uh, yeah, car racing, I actually, yeah. something people might not know about you, you actually can drive a car. Like, yeah. genuinely, like, I know like, the sim side of things. Yeah. Like, let's talk about Patronus, uh, Mercedes. Yeah, that was sick, you in. That was so sick. Oh, not it? Like, yeah. Talk about it. Tell, how, yeah, no, obviously, Mercedes asked me, uh, Formula One team, their their esports team asked me if I would basically do a. They were doing like, I don't know, esport racing with George Russell, Albon, and then some other celebrities as well. Didn't Norris's brother like Atlanta? Norris uh, brother no, Leclerc. 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 Yeah, yeah. And and we Shots were racing. Yeah. No, but I would have like. This is how serious down to Formula One e racing is, mate. Mercedes would make me, not make me because I was wanting to do it, but I would drive to Brackley where there are uh, places and I would drive down there and then I would have sit on their sim and they would do, I'd have to drive for hour sessions and they will record all my data for steering angle, of brake pressure, pedal, uh, brake uh, pedal and throttle pedal. Um, and then afterwards we would sit through the data and they would tell me here, 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 you need to do this, this and this. And they would overlay it because me and George Russell, because they were, he's there a, driver at the time in there as their like academy driver so it'd be me and him just driving together talking talking about stuff um and then we'd overlay on his and I remember I got really quick in the sessions and I'd done three or four days before the event and I remember in the race I had like we would do like a practice session where you would do your own simulation and I remember I crashed out my simulation so I pitted for tires and um, everyone had done already done their fastest laps, and then I pitted for tyres to do my fastest lap, and I ended up fastest in their session, so I was faster than George Russell and all these others. And then we did the eSport race, and uh, I was running further at and the I was, time. I, was, I tuned in for it. And me and Leclerc were going at it, mate. <laughs> and I had um, Bono, who I he's an eSports world champion, um, in my ear as my race engineer throughout the race telling me strategy I would have to change fueling between corners to try and fuel save to give me more power to deploy the DRS in the correct area to put your power battery like your your battery saving on in different places mate it was mad and then pit at the right time try and undercut we had a proper dice me and Leclerc and then I spun out Towards the end and finished fourth. Yeah, that's decent. But was so so sick, and and I still I still drive with the eSport driver. I haven't drove them for about six months, but I drive with them. Uh, all the world champions. Um, one's called Graham, who used to drive for Red Bull, now drives for Mercedes, and Bono, who drives for Mercedes. Yeah, and and we would drive, and some, not all the time, but some days over one lap, if they tow me around, I can be faster than them. So That's good, nuts, man. isn't it? It's yeah. mad, isn't it? Them, them Sims are... They are mad. I've got one, haven't I? I oh, know, yeah, I've been on it. You, you uh, Before Don International, come round my mate. You need to get on you this. You need to get on it this helps, Sim. Mate. Do, well, it didn't help me. I had a, had a rubbish weekend, but that's probably more me than anything else. 
Let's talk a little bit about golf as well. Obviously, you're massive into your golf. I know you ain't been for a while, have you? No, I am uh, actually over it at the minute. Are you genuinely? What? I think I'm going to be officially retired. Jack said that you were so good for having no lessons, <laughs> but your level of just who you are as a person just wouldn't give in, would they, to have no. lessons? No, I went no, straight I away do, for a no, lesson. I, I had to hold my grip differently, but I was, I'm shit at golf, mate. I'm not going to be a golfer. I've heard all about your golfing. I play all right sometimes, but I, I, the problem is I lose the head and I just literally smash the club into the floor. Golf is so frustrating. It's the one sport that I generally don't understand. Hodgie smokes you up, doesn't he? Hodgie's so good. Hodgie actually went, for a, Hodgie, Hodgie went, for, a, Hodgie went for a bad patch, though. <laughs> Hodgie went for a bad patch and he's only just come back. He's come out of retirement. Is he? Is he coming I've, good I've retired, You're in your come back... And now I think I'm going back into retirement. So you're in your bad patch. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't like the cold weather. Oh, yeah, right, listen. So we are going to just do a, some quick fire questions that I've uh, come up with, yeah? Yeah. And uh, just obviously answer as accurately as you can. Yeah. Uh, who's your favourite all-time rider? Valentino. Yeah. Good geezer. This ain't going to be quick fire, because I actually yeah, like yeah. to. I want to know about him. Yeah. He, used to, he invited you to the ranch, didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, Maybe he's, he's cool. Isn't it? I, no, basically, I sh I sh you shouldn't meet your idols, put it that way. But, but you, he's, cool, he's yeah, cool, he's cool, he's cool. He's a legend, yeah. So, your favourite track now? Favourite track? Ooh, favourite track. Knockhill. Uh, yeah, <laughs> 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 Phillip Island. Oh, yeah, Phillip Island, probably, yeah. Uh, I didn't like Phillip Island before this year, and then I loved it. Yeah, probably Phillip Island. Yeah, decent, decent. Person for advice? Person for advice. Yeah, who would you like, always what go would to? you mean? For who would you go to for advice? Frankie, Sarah, 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 yeah. Sarah yeah. fair, fair one. Um, favorite food? <sighs> vegan, <laughs> vegan sausage pasta. Bosh, garlic bread. Yeah, that's banging. Yeah, yeah, oh, I'm so hungry. So yeah, you so are. Nice. Are you hungry now? Yeah, yeah. Hungry. Garlic bread. Oh, <sighs> yummy. Up. I'm on a uh, diet though. <laughs> <laughs> can't have that. But worst rival. Worst rival? Like someone who you just like, who you remember just being like, I know obviously you and your ex-teammate had your differences last year. No, that's nothing to this year. Now he's not your teammate. He's an absolute ball bag. Of <laughs> Probably Albert, yeah. He's a yeah, fucking twat, You didn't mate. go on with him, did you? Oh, no. my God. But no one, no no people see that behind the, behind. No. Do they? Like, no, like what goes on? I don't even want to get into it because it winds me up thinking about it. Yeah, good. All right. Because I'm knocking him out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just give it a Mate, left, we're right. gonna have to do an actual like end of season summary because we've actually got so much other stuff to oh, talk about on top of the fact that just knocking people out. What we've gone on, yeah, <laughs> like nights out, uh, funny. Um, right, favorite place to eat. Because you've travelled, obviously now you've travelled the world, mate, as in country-wise, or anything like place to eat, like whether it's Australia when you was out there. Because yeah, I mean you've you've travelled. Um, do you know what? Uh, What's your favourite country as well while you're at it? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Well, I really I, like the well, look I always of like, like, no, it's not even one that I go to race. Kenya. Yeah. Safari. You've been there for your honeymoon. Yeah. yeah it was so fun. It was so sick. Yeah. Best time of my life. Yeah. That, that looked good, actually. Yeah. Best time um, of my life. I didn't talk about food, but I don't really know. Uh, they're all pretty good. Do you have a weakness? Uh, Apart from them spindly little arms that you've got. Do I have lift a weakness? 20 kilos. Do I have a weak? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Do I have a weakness? I'm gonna say no. Yeah, I do not. I am I tough. I am tough. I am the best there yeah. is. I do not have a weakness. To be fair, even if I had a weakness, I wouldn't tell anyone. Yeah, because it's, that's why it's a weakness. Albert will be listening. Here, yeah. get you. Um, if you could have a superpower, what would it be and why? And to I know you'll be good in the bedroom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know why that would be then. 
<laughs> but um, no, um, um, I don't right. know. I don't. I'd, What's the last thing you know. googled? Last thing I googled. <laughs> <laughs> Come Should on. I actually have a look? <laughs> The last thing I Google. Oh, this one. This one. Let's have a look. Uh, I'll go on my history of... Oh, oh gosh. It's, it's nothing. Oh, no. East Midlands Parkway Station parking. Oh, no, that's, that's... That's gash, in That's it. boring. That is gash. That's that is nothing. Boring. Oh, Rentful MX Grips. That's another one. Nice. Rentful, if you're listening, shout out. Yeah, send shout out. Send me send free you, stuff. We're sending you a dress. If not, paid would be even better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If not, a few quid. Yeah. Few quid. <laughs> Um, and I've said, right, let's sign off with one more question. The oh, big, very biggest polite. regret in your life. Do you have one? Like biggest regret, like in your career or your life, like an opportunity you ever Oof, took or biggest regret in my life. It's a bit on the spot. This one. Biggest regret of my life. I had one with an app that I, that I was lucky enough to, to develop, started developing this app. Yeah. And I, the, the opportunity that I had got taken away because the guy who was developing it had to go into full-time work and I didn't have investment to take on this app. So that was one of the biggest regrets of my life was was not going, not pursuing that. I need to just get an investor to put mm -hmm. in this app because I think it would be, this was probably five, six years ago now. This would probably be really big now, but yeah. um, it was kind of like my, that yeah, like running thing, but have you got any? No. Nah. No. Nah. The only regret I would have is upsetting Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. If I've ever upset. Yeah, like, in like really the in the moment yeah. in the in the race that track. That sounds like really corny, but that's generally no, but the, the yeah. biggest regret I ever had. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so I actually said <laughs> I actually got this one backwards because I said let let's sign off with that one, but I have got one more. Let's sign off with that one. Right, anyway, let's sign off with this question. one. <laughs> if you was at your last ever meal, what three guests would you invite, dead or alive? Ooh. Celebrities, anyone, yeah. anyone, family, like anyone, oh, family, friends. Oh, fucking hell, mate, that's ridiculous. Well, no, it's not, is it? Because three people, come on, Sarah would be one, yeah. Um, Larry, just, just sound, yeah, Larry's Sarah, Larry, like, and you, Dan. No, no, so, what are you on about? You're not in it. Sorry, oh, mate, <laughs> stop putting yourself up. There. <laughs> no, um, Fabio, <laughs> no, can I have Fabio three times? <laughs> Sarah, probably you, yeah, because you bring the bants, and I'm not just saying that because you're here. I generally, generally like you. Thank you. Um, and, oh man, it's hard. Fucking hell. I wouldn't, I generally wouldn't have another human. Uh, uh, it's a difficult one, isn't it? It's so sure, difficult yeah. because if you're going on celebrities, it'd be different, wouldn't it? But when it becomes like your family's All right, involved, let's go celebs. Let's go right, celebs. cool, cool. Well, you're not a celebrity, so... Take me out of that. Um, I'm not even a Z-lister. I might I be once this podcast blows up. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get credits on that? Yeah, yeah. Cheers, mate. Um, Do you even know any celebrities? Because Jack said you was on like a golf course with a load of footballers and you didn't have a clue. Yeah, Mason Mount, I think it was. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah I had that no name. clue who he was, mate. Yeah, he I was like, yeah, you're right, decent mate. Decent haircut, I think. I don't know. I don't know. Really I got called Mason Mount weirdly. Did you? Walk across the school field with my dog, mate. You look nothing like Mason boot. Mount. Kids were always Mason your cock Mount. Out, did you say? I was like, my cock Oh, boot. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Mason Mount. I said to Steph, I just got called Mason Mount. She was like, yeah, you look nothing like him. I was like, cheers, babe. I got called Gareth Bale the other day. <laughs> I said he's the ugliest fucker I've ever seen, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm clearly that ugly. Is, that's right. Um, First celebrity, wait, anyway, um, Barry Sheen. No, boring. Um, James Hunt. No, but you're just 
No, reeling no, off the know. you're just reeling oh, off the Oh god, it's so annoying. I can't think of anyone. Oh god, all the viewers are like, just get on with it. Um, <laughs> just get on with it. Already. God, you're so boring. God, you've got no intellectual idea. No, uh, Is that, that's a good word, isn't it? Intellectual. Oh god, that's very, I don't know if I could spell it. I'll let you use you because you're funny and you yeah, are. You, 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 you invited me. I can't come twice. Yeah, can, can I? <laughs> you've just invited me yeah, and Sarah. Can. Yeah, you can. Hodgy, Hodgy. I'd have Hodgy. So that'd be me, Hodgy, and Sarah. Yeah, yeah. You know let's just, just do that. Amazing, yeah. yeah, let's just do. It. I actually haven't got any friends. No, you, but says actually, a lot about me. No, but genuinely, like you are. Look at me now sucking the mic. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you are like you keep your. Right, I'm not signing off for that question. <laughs> but you keep your circle tight, man. Like you, yeah. you, you don't let people in, do you? Like let's listen. People, I've had people screw me over. Yeah, but you don't and like people, people lately yeah. screw me over. And they'll know yeah. who they are because they'll listen to this. Yeah. And honestly, I don't care. They can fuck themselves. But you, you do, but, don't you? you but don't the have, thing is, yeah. no, I don't. Because people that stab me in the back aren't my mate. No. So if you do that, I'm, you're never going to yeah. be my mate again. So that's why that's I awkward. tend to... How are you mates Huh? How are you mates still? Yeah, you're my mate. Yeah, but, yeah, but you've no, got, we're real, you've got we're no real, reason real. to no, slag me no. off. And you've got no ulterior motive. No. Where some people do. So that's why I've got... You, you keep you, Sarah, like Drake says. Larry. I keep my circle tight. Yeah, and then he exactly. actually says some 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 other words. But but you yeah. do, don't you? Like you keep yeah. your circle tight, and I don't think that's a bad thing. Like, no, I don't like many people either. Oh. And anyway, what's up? So the rest of the year, Christmas coming up. Christmas. Chill out. Obviously, oh, training. Oh, first ever time. My mum's coming up nice. for Christmas yes. with Keith. Lovely Keith lady. Love Keith. Yeah, love Keith. Got actually um, married Keith. I'd have married her. Oh, Sorry, Steph. God. Sorry, Keith. Steph, if you're listening. I'm still free, babes. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Sarah. Sorry, Sarah. Love you. <laughs> Love you, babes. But genuinely, um, yeah, so then what? And then obviously, like, the, the yeah. like, we're talking about, like, wake and then up. Like, I go minute. Spain for five weeks. Boot camp. Boot camp. I'm going to uh, I've already started training. I started about a month ago. Cut properly. the diet. You've cut some yeah, calories. Yeah, diet started about two, three weeks ago now. Because that's something people don't often talk about as well, like how... Uh, serious, yeah. like, all of that is, yeah. like, the, the diet, the nutrition. Trying to cut... Three kilos. Trying to stay because you're quite tall for a motor two rider, aren't yep. you? Really, like and difficult. It's hard, isn't and it? it's difficult not to get sick when you're light when yeah, you're flying yeah. all the time. And when it's freezing cold and everyone around. That's why I go Spain as well. Yeah, I like to go out there. The weather's generally a lot better. It's like I looked here yesterday, and Sitges is between eighteen to twenty. Can you speak degrees. much Spanish? Uh, I know you can say hola, a few bad words. Uh, Como estás? Uh, no. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> <laughs> hola, cabaza, hola, cabaza, tío. Va vamos. You know what I mean? Saying, Hello, pre- what's up, mate? What's up, mate? Yeah. yeah, decent, decent. We'll have to get some Spanish. But we're going to catch up with you at yeah. the end of the season, mate. We're going to get you back you need down to, here. You need to come out to, to Spain. I mm. keep inviting you. I invite you to do a lot of things, but you try to not do them. Just busy guy, mate. Busy, busy guy. Podcasting. Anyway, we're just waffling shit now. We're so. going, mate. We're going to literally wrap this up. Thank you for coming on. Obviously, <laughs> you're my first... <laughs> thank you. Thank you. For, thank you. Thank you, you are my first guest on Pushing the Limit podcast. And I couldn't be more pleased to have me, mate. Thank you, mate. Slap it awkwardly. Oh, <laughs> Go around the mic. <laughs> nah, cheers for coming on, mate. Nah, honestly, cheers. It's, it's uh, actually not yeah. been a pleasure. I've actually hated. I know you're hungry, aren't you? I'm going to get garlic bread. Yeah. Huh. And cut. <laughs> and cut. And <laughs> uh, cut it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.